Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, everybody? It is Crut back with another episode of Bears, Blurs, and Belgium. Here with my co host, Will. You guys know us. Episode 10. Episode 10. Been rolling. So we got we got some basketball this week. Um, it is Monday right now. The Bears play tonight. We'll have that for you as well. 2.15 a.m. in Belgium. Not going to be able to watch it, but I will record it. Um, well, what's up? Nothing, man. I'm, I'm just I'm juiced up. I guess when you're listening to this, it's game day. And I'm, I'm already feeling that a little bit today. So I guess we'll give you a layout. I'm recording this right now on Monday the 8th. Going to get everything out of the way. And then talk to Crut in the morning of the 9th and hopefully get this posted early on uh, on game day. So, I don't know, maybe people are listening to this en route to uh, Rogers Park. Uh, hopefully some people are listening to this on the train, man. I hope people take the, take, take the L to the game. Um, I miss the L, man. Bad. Yeah. Bad. We got, I used to go down. We got great trains over there? They got great trains, but it's nothing like the L. You know. How so? What, it, what is the difference? It's not as loud. <laughs> you no, know? I kind of like when it's just. It's going by right now. I'm yeah. shocked it doesn't get picked up on the. Uh... Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. It's. Uh. I'm excited. I'm excited. Obviously, you guys played the exhibition, but we got real basketball tomorrow. I know a lot of people are, are pumped up, so we'll give you a give a give a preview, and uh, you know. Maybe we should start doing these intros more before the Bears game starts. I feel like I got a little bit more juice <laughs> because I don't know the result yet. Both, both of us. Both of us have come in with low energy sometimes on a Sunday afternoon. After this, there's nothing worse than doing an intro after your team just gets clobbered. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Smart, smart. All right. So uh, that's a little out of the show. We're going to um, time travel now. And uh, you'll be listening to uh, Bears next. All right, cut. Here we are, Tuesday, November 9th. I uh, I got to watch the game from about like the nine minute mark in the second quarter on. First play, um, twenty five yard pass to Colt Met, your guy. Yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. My- I didn't uh, I didn't get to watch because it was we got a game today and and uh, you know. Was on at two a.m. So uh, I'll probably go back and rewatch it. Uh, obviously, like when I woke up, I, I saw the score and stuff. Um, there's there's some big controversy today with the, with the officials during the game. I, I didn't really see anything, so I didn't watch the game. But I, I saw some some videos and stuff on Twitter. It looked. Uh, I'm glad I didn't watch. There would have been some some words said. Yeah. So first of all, I just want to claim that. Uh... My plus minus as a viewer was twenty seven to what fifteen, so you're welcome for that. I think I'll watch more Bears games now. Yeah, um, but that was the most like entertaining football I've seen the Bears play in a minute. Like, like not it was against a decent team, and they just they they played pretty solid on both ends, at least from when I started watching. And then obviously, just, yeah, just looking at the box score and everything. I mean, Fields. Fields played well, and I saw some nice throws. Um, a lot of people were saying on Twitter and everything that, you know, it's starting to look like he, he's progressing pretty well. So that's that's always a good sign. Um, 
obviously Mac Mac being out kind of hurts. Yeah. And uh, the the, the D line did really well though. That they, yeah. they were they were causing a lot of issues. Now obviously uh, they they had a couple issues with with penalties and everything. Um, I'll, I'll guess I'll talk on that. So in the second quarter, when the Bears had the ball, there were three straight terrible calls that went. Or actually, one call that went the wrong way. They called the touchdown off. And then he got hit. That should have been unnecessary roughness. That was not called. And then it was a roughing the passer. All the same drive. All took away points from them in the in the red zone. Yeah, I read something on, on Twitter. I saw the, the ref, like the whatever his explanation of it. It was just complete bullshit. Just like. He made both, uh, you know, the, the one, I don't really know what happened because I didn't watch the game, um, but the guy, he got a sack or something, and he, he did some sort mm-hmm. of scissor kick or something, and he got a flag or something like that. Um, okay, so so this, this was, so it, scissor kick. It's, it's, it was Jesse Marsh. He was kind of like, I guess you call him a DN, kind of playing the Mac role, you know, standing up, um, and... He uh, first of all, he was lined up offsides on a play, and they didn't call it right after they called one on the other end. Um, and yeah, so he gets a sack, and he scissor kicks, and then he kind of takes sick, a couple. Of, it's what? It was sick. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a Chuck great sack. So then the ref is looking at him, and he takes a couple steps towards the Steelers' sideline. Mind you, he was on the Steelers' practice, or he's on the preseason, Steelers' preseason team. Uh, All right? He spent time there. And, yeah. So he kind of walks over and is looking at them, and he's actually kind of by the punter, but he doesn't even make eye contact with the punter. He's keeping eye contact with the sideline. The ref is behind him. So the ref just sees him kind of take some steps and then backpedal off. And as he's backpedaling, the ref steps into him. Like, he, he called it Jake Marsh, or sorry, Je- Jesse Marsh, called it a hip check. Yeah, I saw that. That was, man, that was bad. So, and then, and then he grabs the flag. He puts his hand on the, on the flag before that. I, I think a part, a lot of it had to do, he was just super tatted up. I bet that ref is just so, like, against stuff like, like <laughs> just, I mean, just no, no sense of stuff like that. So. Um, so then he just throws the flag. It was honestly like the, the key and peel skit. He did the scissor kick and then he walks over and then he takes off. And then it was like the contact made him throw it. Like he, yeah, yeah, I saw the video. It and was, the, was, the ref stepped into him. Like it was terrible. I looked up that ref's name and something Corinthe or something. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's yeah, bad. I saw the, he was, I think he was like, he said, you know, I, I saw, the player looking at the sideline, and I thought that warranted or whatever. Whatever he said, doesn't it doesn't make it right. Yeah, in his defense, he doesn't see that he didn't open his mouth. You would have, yeah. I would have expected he was yelling something. I'm, but I mean, he's you know a couple feet away from him. He didn't hear anything. Uh, but and then he doesn't, he doesn't call it till after the contact happens with him. That was that was ridiculous. So so that gave him three points eventually. And then I saw there was a call with Daniels, who, who he got a flag for like a, a low block, but he, he yes, he okay, so guy. that was a that was on that um, touched that, that was what took away the touchdown I was talking about earlier in the it, second quarter. Yes, uh, okay. um, 
I, I didn't know that rule. Um, so I, I remember when I saw in real time, like, oh, are you allowed to do that? Just take out a defender like that. You're allowed to do that. Like they call it the tight end box. So literally yeah. they put this thing down. Um, and yeah, he was in the tight end box and the, and the, the announcers knew it right away. That was probably the most like, like grief I've seen, um, commentators give refs during a game. So really? yeah. As they should. They let so. them know, man. They let them know they're messing. With, they're messing with the Bears. Yeah. Three and six. That that's that just. Really okay, hurts. so, so I was I was watching. You know, my my roommate Ted, head manager of Loyola Men's Basketball, huge Bears fan. Um. We he was just so so fed up with the refs. So then late in the game, um, the Bears had a couple dumb penalties. I. I don't think they had 12 men on the field. Um, they might have, though. Maybe maybe offsides. And so they had a dumb penalty. And then it's like third or fourth and two. And, yeah, no, it was, it was third and two. And the Steelers are trying to spike it for a, a field goal. And they're running a man off. And he didn't get off. And the Steelers are going crazy saying, hey, he didn't get off. That's That's 12 men on the field. They were running the eleventh man off the field, <laughs> so so the ref the refs are talking. They're trying to figure it out, and then they're like, um, "There's no foul to play. That was the eleventh man running off the field." And then that was I've never seen that before. That was so funny. So yeah, there's still stuff like that. Yeah, it looks like my playoff prediction at the start of this podcast is looking very gloomy, very grim. But there's still a lot of games left. Still yeah. Games left. Schedule doesn't really get much easier. It's there's no like I mean the Cardinals are the best team. You you guys can beat the Ravens. I think the Ravens are so beatable after the Colts Monday Night Football meltdown. But no, I mean you're still in it. Last night would have been awesome. I mean, but uh. There's only eight more games left in the NFL regular season, man. Yeah, it's flown by. Yeah, already halfway through. That's uh, that means we only got eight more, eight more chances to try to make the playoffs. Yeah. Which it's not looking good for us, but I think Fields. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I've been critical sometimes. I think a lot of people in Chicago sometimes have been more critical on. The coaching and things like that. I think he, he, from what I saw, and I again didn't watch the game just because it was so late. But from from what I saw on Twitter and, and the videos and stuff, he made he made some pretty good throws, some, some pretty good throws, and, and mm-hmm. led some good drives. So, you know, I, I think that's important. That's important. Just keep developing, and hopefully, you know, we can we can string some wins together. Uh-huh. I, uh huh. I I want to make an an error or. Say that I was saying I don't know Jesse Marsh, but it's it was Cassius Marsh was the uh, that D end who uh, who had the taunting penalty, oh. but uh, yeah he, he spoke after the game, so that's good to hear from him. But uh, yeah, so you guys have a bye week next week, right? Um, oh, uh, maybe. Let me see. Hold on, the twenty first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, you do, you do, and then so you you play s- Sunday and then Thanksgiving against. Against the Lions, uh, so that'll be fun. Yeah. 
that game's on. Okay, that game's on at six Belgian time. It's nice. We'll be uh, we'll be in Atlantis yeah, for that one. That hopefully, sounds... hopefully playing a a big game at that time. So we'll see. But all right, well, I guess that's good for Bears. You know, it's just it's tough to watch those late night games, man. Especially because we had a game today. Yeah, it's just tough. So. All right. Sounds good. Moving on. The day we've all been waiting for. It's been a year, but now we are back. The Ramblers are back in action. Today, on Tuesday, when you're listening to this, tomorrow for us right now. But, um, man, excited. I know you guys are excited. I've talked to, I've talked to my guy, Billy B, upstairs. Bill Barron's our SID. He's pumped up. A lot of people fired up, ready to go. Yeah, so I'm just I just got back from class and Ahir and Keith were with I think probably members of the pack giving out like shirts and you know like pamphlets of like for the our our game and the women's game tomorrow. Yeah, I saw there was a donut uh, yeah, so thing. Where was done, that where was that when I was there? I know. Well, <laughs> They're giving out donuts, correct? Well, you can't sneak a couple. Okay. All right. So, yeah, all these, I guess people aren't, aren't totally aware, all these super seniors, these grad students, there's six of them. Is that right? Yeah, it is. They only have night class. Yeah, they got nothing but time on their hands. Yeah. I mean, they obviously have a lot of responsibility to, you know, get a, get a, all that homework out of the way, but they do have a lot of time during the day. So... They have put them to work, and each of them has participated in either giving out donuts or insomnia cookies during the past couple of days, and you know just getting getting the students excited about everything and inviting them to the game. Because um, obviously, again, we've talked about this before. We have two classes that have never experienced, uh, you know, loyal basketball in person, and it's been what over eighteen months since. Uh, since there's been loyal basketball and, and Gentile Arena, so with yeah. fans, with fans, so I guess that can go into uh, the exhibition game, which was just great to uh, yeah talk a little uh, bit about that. Yeah, it was great to feel that again a little bit, and uh, you know, open to the public and everything. Um, How was the crowd as far as numbers? Uh, it was good. It was actually kind of better than I expected to be with with students because we actually didn't advertise it really at all. Because um, we weren't sure about the date. I'm not sure you were cut, but so last Tuesday was election day, and the NCA has been really good about you know allowing us to go home if we need to or take care of our civic duties. So uh, everything was off on Tuesday, and you couldn't have any type of practice or contest. So Wednesday is when we, we did the game. Um, so yeah, we really weren't anticipating a ton of ton of people but the students were there early and that was obviously the most crowded section you know we got that those good you know two full sections of students standing room only and then also the other huge part that was good to have back in stands is the band of wolves man i yes. miss the band of wolves yes yes we need to get I the mean, director of the band of wolves on here we, we one will of these, one of these episodes no maybe some members or something also, I'm just going to openly say I need to get in contact with someone. I, I definitely have – I've had classmates that I've talked to in the Band of Wolves over the years. 
There's nothing, Maybe, there's nothing like a warm-up with the band of wolves right there. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, you know, the right side of layup lines. You got them right in the corner. Um, yeah. So a couple extra inches on your vert when they're playing uh, I Want You Back yeah. by, Michael, by Michael Jackson. This is a fact. I was I was singing out loud Stacy's mom. I, is that even, is that even the title tune. of the song? It's a classic tune they play. Yeah. What yeah, else they, they, play? they play? I Want You Back, Stacy's Mom. I'm mad, I'm mad that I don't remember more right now. But They play a Green Day song that I like. Uh, ba- maybe it's Basket Case or yeah. – I don't know, but it, it, I love it. Every okay, time I, I play it, I love it. I'll take note of it tomorrow. Obviously, it's just been so I long. I want the set list. I want the set list for the game tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll, we'll reach out to them. Um, and also, I, I was getting to that. Maybe they could help us with the, with an intro song, man. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that'd be good. We would we we would be happy to pay some students to help us out with uh with yeah. an intro song. So, all right. Um, all right. So the game. Uh, obviously we're playing stout. Um, different different type of opponent, and so they they were in motion, correct? So you know how that goes. Like as far as scout, like yeah. it's not like you're disrupting a play; it's a system. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was really good for. Just the team to see, and for Gold Squad to run. I mean, that's one of the hardest scouts we do all year is getting used to that. The the, the young guys that play less kind of had to do both. So, so that's good. And I was I was you know I think we were happy with our switching and everything, and that's always a uh, kind of a scare in that. But uh, we did well with that. We definitely found a lot of things to improve on. Uh, but it was rather clean. As far as exhibitions go, or when when we play like a D two D three or NAIA, I think we've uh, we've kind of, you know, got lost in the mess a little bit in some of those games, or, or been down, kind of, yeah. for, for for a little bit. Um, but it, it went pretty well. The young guys got a lot of minutes. Um, yeah. So what it, it was, was the pregame meal. Was it back to Lou Malinati's or no? No, it, it's this. Oh. Uh, it's this new Italian, or I shouldn't say new Italian place. It's an Italian place with got catered a lot this year it's it's a woman's name i i can't really tell you because it's not like branded it's through our strength coach nick he was taking care of that and he chose that and it was pretty good not gonna lie so sorry luminalities we'll see um all right i'll get get the name on that eventually so moving on moving on to well today like we said, we're recording this, but uh, on Monday. But moving on to Tuesday, Coppin State. Last time we played them, we lost the home game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah we, it's, it's going to be a good uh, good game for us. We definitely owe them, and that's uh, it's kind of good to to open with. It adds to uh, you know the vigor we need uh, in an opener. So. Definitely remember that same coach, Juan Dixon. Um, do you know who Juan Dixon is, correct? Uh, can't say that I do. No. He's a he's a villain in a in Hoosier basketball history. He was like the best player on the Maryland 2002 national champs team that knocked off the Hoosiers. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, with a guy like that at home, obviously they're super talented. Um. 
a, a bunch of great great guard skills. So, you, you remember we, we watched some film from that game. I mean, they hit so many like tough deep threes, but that's that's got to be a part of your program or your your game plan. So, yeah, are they young, old? They got a mix of you know seniors. Yeah, no, they, they definitely have like an upperclassman core. Um, a couple transfers, JUCO guys, and and transfers. So, no, they're they're not young. Um, okay. So, super super talented. It'll, it'll be a good test to start the year. Yep. Well, uh, we could have more on that next episode, but uh, let's do it. Let's do it. We get some fans back. Get uh, get the atmosphere right in Gentile again. Hopefully, hopefully the Blurs come out on top. All right. So I'm gonna make two comments for fans. One. Will Smythe guy in the game is pretty awesome. Freshman walk-on. Got in early. Got two shots up. He's he's usually money and didn't hit. A guy announced that uh, he's going to be redshirting this year, man. I'm going to be the lone walk-on. Ah. Uh, that could could get in there. But uh, he's super talented, and we're excited for him. He's going to do that that five-year program like like Jake did. So, um. So, unfor- like, fortunately, I would just gas him up so much on this podcast and, and, and make sure people erupted when he got in. Um, and then also for T.Y., I got to say, I heard a couple people yelling out Ty or Tyler. It's, it's, it's T.Y. T.Y. is awesome. He's a Chicago native. And I want to make it known that when he does anything uh, good in the game, it's instant. T.Y. Hilton celebration, yeah. okay? Like YMCA, but T and Y, all right? T-Y. So I posted that on my Instagram story earlier to the, the pack, and they, they reposted it, thankfully. I don't know if people understand, but that's what we're going for, okay? T.Y. with the arms every time it does anything good. Also, pack. Uh, if you want any tips or anything about some chanting or, or something, just – I can just send you uh, my game tape from about three weekends ago in Athens. Um, if you want to just take a look. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we can uh, we can lead into that uh, for Belgium because you guys got the Athenians tomorrow. So, or, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, All right. Tuesday. So, uh, we're super excited to see everyone tonight. Or I am. I'm sorry, Kurt, you can't be there. But uh, as a team, we are. And uh, well, I'll go be Blurt. there. Yeah. Spirit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Blurt. Belgium time. All right. For uh, Belgium, Kurt, you spent a couple days in Lisbon. And then you had a game this weekend. The winning streak came to an end, unfortunately. Uh, with both now we're on the losing streak. Yeah. So uh, let let's start with Lisbon and your impression of Portugal and things outside of basketball first. Um. Yet again, didn't really get to see much of Lisbon. Um, looked like a beautiful city, though, man. It really did. It's right, right by the ocean. Um, yeah. Just, just didn't really get to see much of it besides the hotel and the, in the gym. Um, but we got, we got to go to a, uh, a champions league soccer game, which was, which was really cool. 
Um, I don't know if I did. I send you those. Uh, those you didn't send me a lot. I, I I saw kind of like Snapchat stuff, but not I'll a lot. No. It's they're, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it was like. 58,000 people and, you know, chanting the whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was cool. They won like 4-0, 5-0. Yeah. So, so that was that was cool. The home fans were, were happy. But as for us, playing sporting did not go well. We uh, just kind of had one of those games, man. One of those games where you kind of just – an Evansville game. <laughs> From whatever, my sophomore year where you just, you just get pounded, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we just, uh, our focus wasn't there and I think we all knew that and that the result was not good. I think we ended up losing by like 20, 25 or so, 20, yeah. 25 or 30. Um, and credit to them and they, they played well, they played well. We turned it over a lot. They played a, they play a kind of crazy style of, you know, trapping and, and everything and we just didn't play well. So yeah, sometimes that's how it goes. Yeah, and then this game, this weekend in, in the league game, what uh, what was that like? I saw it was pretty up and down. Um, yeah, yeah. So obviously, after that game in Lisbon, we got home, uh, kind of regrouped a little bit, and uh, we, we had a big one against against uh, Ostend. Uh, they're they're I think they're seven or eight zero in the league. Mm-hmm. They've won the league the last ten years, so. Definitely a big game, and, uh, you know, it didn't disappoint. We had a lot – I mean, that was the best atmosphere I've played in professionally and for the Giants. Like, as a Giants home game, that was that was the best. Um, there, were, there were – I mean, Lotto Arena where we play, it was, it was full. I mean, it was good. It was good. There were a lot of people there. Um, it was a good atmosphere. Uh, it was like – it was a Sunday, Sunday at 3. So it was, it was a good time, and uh, it was a good game, man. It really was. We, we kind of went toe-to-toe uh, toe to toe with them. We, we, we played well. They played well. Um, but at the end, we went to overtime. We hit, a, we hit a shot to go to – we were down three with, like, four seconds left, um, three-quarters court, and we got the ball dribbled, like, once or twice, and our point guard made, a, like, a, like, a volleyball line, one-foot runner. Hmm. Just swoosh right in there, so that that was exciting. And then in overtime, um, it, it was kind of back and forth again. And then it kind of went down to free throws, and and uh, yeah, they ended up beating us by maybe four, five, five or four. So um, no, it was, it was a great game. It was a great game. We all we all played well. We came out with a good mindset. Um, you know, one of those games where it's. I remember this from my. For my freshman year, um, you, you weren't with us, but we played Missouri State. Um, yeah, we played Missouri State in the first game of the year, first conference game of the year, and we lost. We lost in a similar fashion, not overtime, but a similar fashion. Like, we played really well, and, and you know, we just kind of didn't roll out our way, a couple mistakes down the stretch. And I remember Coach in the locker room after the game, he – it was right before we were going to go on Christmas break. And he was like, you know, he said, you know, we did this wrong. We did that wrong. But he, at the end, he was like, if we play like that every night, we're going to be just fine. You know, if we play with that type, I mean, it was, we were, you know, playing with intensity, playing with heart, all that type of stuff. And and that's how we were playing last, last night uh, on, on, in Antwerp. So 
Um, you know, if we play like that with that focus, with that mentality, we'll, we'll, we're going to be we're going to be just fine. So, although we lost, we kind of come away with that feeling feeling good as far as you know, kind of got our groove back a little bit, and, and hopefully we can kind of channel that into uh, into this next game. Yeah. So Ustin has they got a couple of notable Americans. Yeah, yeah, Phil Booth. Phil Booth was was uh, obviously a Villanova Wildcat. Uh, he, he kind of he played really well down the stretch, and uh, that 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 big guy was a McDonald's All American. Did he play much? No, he he, uh, he was hurt. I think he, uh-huh. he tore uh, ACL or oh man ACL or something. So yeah, he he didn't play. Um, but uh, yeah, man, so- it, it was a good game. Great atmosphere. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get more games like that. So then tomorrow you guys have uh, the Athenian team back uh, back in Belgium. Yeah, uh, they're so- coming to us. They're coming to us. So we, yeah, we need to win. We need to win this game to, to qualify for the next round. Uh, okay. We need to win. We need to win one more game. We have two more left. So we just get it done right away. All right. <clears throat> so do you have uh, do you have any more Belgian society quips in the past week? No, no. The driving here is is sometimes out of this world, man. It really is. I don't know. Today I was on the street, and they just closed like one lane just to, just to close it, and they put in like temporary lights on a on a road I've driven on many times before. I I sat there and waited ten minutes. Why? There's a reason they closed it. No, there, there isn't. Is. No. <laughs> there was no construction. There was no. It would. There was nothing going on on the street. It wasn't. There was no. You know, it wasn't a holiday. There wasn't some parade going to come through. Maybe tomorrow there'll be something. But <laughs> it was. It was so bad. It was so bad because they closed one lane, the left lane. So then now we both have to use the same lane and they, yeah. put, tem- they put temporary lights, temporary lights. Oh my God. That happens in America too, crap. No, no, no. I've seen so many. I've also, I've seen so many temporary lights here. It's not even funny. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, that's pretty good for Belgium then that, uh, that's your only really, uh, Troubling aspect of yeah. in the past week. You're you're living pretty well. With it. Trucks in this city, like sh- like shipping cargo trucks, semi trucks. Hmm. You should see it's the, the truck to car ratio on the highway in the morning is ten well, trucks to one. It's a port city, no? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's like one of the that's, biggest that's in Europe, but yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. All right, well. Uh, that's very solid for Belgium. We'll uh, we'll get this new segment in now. All right, we have a new segment here. Our first ever sponsor of the podcast, Hoss, be the Hoss mailbag segment. Yes, I I've been uh, working with Hoss for the last couple months since I got out of college. Um, local guy, friend that I that I know. 
they do great stuff. They take care of their people. Great smelling cologne. They got a lot of good, a lot of good uh, apparel and things like that on their website. Fall collection just dropped. So uh, yeah, they're going to sponsor the mailbag now. And uh, go go uh, go on bethehoss.com, man. Go look at some of the stuff. Uh, use my code CRUT K R U T for twenty five percent off. And uh, here we go. First Hoss mailbag question ever. Fire away, Will. Oh man! All right. Well, the first Hoss mailbag question comes to us from a very loyal listener, Danny Hansen. And it's kind of changing the subject. Do either of you keep up with the NBA? I'm assuming it's Pacers for Will and Bulls for Crut. But do you have favorite teams or players? Thoughts on the, the Bulls' new ros- roster camp? Huh. Um, I'll, say, I'll say one thing about the NBA in Europe. Like, it, it's almost impossible to watch the games because they start, you know, at 8 or 7 and it's just it's 1 a.m., 2 a.m. here. Like, I haven't watched one single Bulls game. I haven't watched an NBA game. It's just, it's just too late in, in the night. Um, but I do keep up with the, with the box scores and everything in the morning. Um, so I haven't really been able to watch the Bulls. Obviously, they're, they're doing really well. They're, uh, I think they're 6-3 and three or something. Mm-hmm. They, they just lost to Philly uh, last night. But – um, yeah, I've been a Bulls fan. I, I, will, I will say that I will, I'm not like the biggest Bulls fan, like like a huge like I am a Bears fan, like diehard. Um, you know, obviously when they had D Rose in that as a as a kid growing up, that was pretty pretty fun. Um, watching the playoffs and everything, but yeah, I, I don't I don't really know if I mean the Bull the Bears are definitely number one. I think it's because I, I play you know I play basketball so much and. You know, sometimes in your off time, you just want to kind of get away from it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't really watch watch the Bulls too much. I mean, if I'm at home and they're on TV, yeah, I'm going to watch the game. But you know, they're they're not on TV in Belgium. So I know you're you're a pretty big Pacers fan, though. Yeah, yeah, it's a rough time to be a Pacers fan. They've been stuck in adequacy since uh, since Paul George left, pretty much. They don't have a ton of identity right now. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely say I'm a Pacers fan. I, I can't. I like the the, the the way they they run things at least, um, and that's, you know, that's, always, that's good. yeah. I mean, the way like, they run things over there. <laughs> just being a small market team. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I that, just me saying that is, I don't know if that's that's the right frame of mind to have. But yes, I I, I adamantly will root for the Pacers. But just like you, like you know, especially college basketball during the season. You don't have much of an appetite for basketball when we're outside of practice and film and and games and everything. So that that's a major part of it. And you know when uh when we've been done every year, we kind of you know the playoff chase is kind of happening, and then it's the the playoffs. We definitely watch a ton of NBA basketball as a team. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also kind of nice to watch it with like a a loyal basketball lens. You know, like. This is kind of corny, but it's it's kind of crazy how playing here changes your your perspective about like the game and and just looking at things that that, that we teach. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it changes your opinion about about a lot of things. So so it, that makes it enjoyable. And we share like videos in our group chat with uh, like each other and with the coaches all the time about 
different stuff the NBA is doing. Um, but yeah, I'm a Pacers fan. Do you have like a, a favorite player you like to watch right now? Who's your all time favorite Pacer? Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller. Okay. Ooh. I mean, I, by the way, you see the stuff what's going on with Scottie Pippen right now? I've seen a couple of things about his book. Man. He's yeah, going that's, at that's not good. Right now. He's, he's saying a whole bunch of stuff about everybody. Michael Jordan. Um, he made some comments about Phil Jackson uh, earlier. And he's, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, I, I've just seen a bunch of stuff on Twitter about that and him saying that Michael Jordan was a terrible teammate and would I refuse to believe. But whatever. My favorite bull of all time. Um, I mean, the easy answer is Michael Jordan, but he, I never, like, I, I watch, I've watched old games before, but I've never watched him play live. Um, and Kirk Heinrich comes to mind, mm-hmm. Captain Kirk. Um, I always liked, like, the grinders, you know, the, the, the off-brand guys who weren't – I, I saw a picture with Lucas, Ahir, and a couple other guys with Ben Gordon. And I was like, damn, that's sick. Ben <laughs> Gordon's a legend. Um, Luol Dang. Um, who else? Just random guys. Like, me and my buddies like to joke around. Like, Nazi Muhammad was, was, always, <laughs> was always, like, a fan favorite. We loved him. Um, Taj Gibson, back in his heyday, was, was, always, was always one of my favorite Bulls. Brad Miller. Brad Miller, man. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. When you're that young, when I was that young watching the Bulls and stuff, I like I like Kirk Heinrich. I think I had a Kirk Heinrich jersey or a Ben Gordon. Yeah, okay, so I got to make this clarification because Reggie Miller is like Mr. Pacer for sure. He's usually the best player ever. That was such a bad yeah. – who's your – because I think I went to one game where Reggie was still in his career and then he was hurt. So I can't really say that. I watched him when I was like tiny. Like he played until 2005, but um, yeah, I, I I don't know if I can call him that. So one of one of them would be have to be Jermaine O'Neal. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I think the cornrows had a lot to do with that. The cornrows and the pinstripes. And, oh, I yeah, forgot Ben Wallace as a yes. bull. Yeah. What a goat. And then also, I guess later on that that core around Paul George. So like David West was awesome. He he refused he couldn't miss an eighteen foot corner <laughs> jump, shot. jump shot. No. Yeah, it was awesome. Off and the then left. also like I gotta give some love to George Hill. Um you know hometown hometown hero for sure at that time and was always really good on defensive end. And later I got to play for his his AAU team, so I guess I can Put some bias on, on that, too. Yeah, Tabo so. Stephlosha, another great bowl. Yeah. <laughs> another great bowl. Man. Oh, Ashik or Omer Asik? Ashik, Asik? Yeah. Great bowl. Just grinders, man. You know, grinders. I remember when Ashik was like the rising star. <laughs> yeah, he plays that uh, Joaquin Noah, obviously. He just got his, uh, whatever, his number retired or yeah into the Bulls Hall of Fame or something like that. I respect Joakim Noah, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. always dominated the Pacers. Yeah, he would. 
talk about a grinder, but all right, that's uh that's a good mailbag question. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, again, thanks for the question, Danny. All right. Well, again, that's about it. Uh, I have to mention now that it's Tuesday, we now know that women's soccer they drew Purdue for the NCAA tournament for the fourth straight year they're playing in the tournament after winning uh, their conference tournament this weekend. That was awesome. So they got Purdue on Saturday. Unfortunately, we, we thought there was a chance it was going to be here, but uh, they got to go to West West Lafayette. Hopefully, can get a dub, and we'll be following on Saturday. Not too far away. Yeah. All right, so uh, you uh, you have a little something for us? Yeah, yeah. So part of our uh, new sponsorship from Haas, with the Haas Mailbag, uh, this upcoming week, if you ask a mailbag question, that I'll, I'll be posting on my story, and, and Will will as well. Will will as well. <laughs> um, if you ask a question, you, your name gets thrown into a, into a raffle to win a $100 uh, Haas gift card. Um, we'll announce the winner in the, in the next episode. So, um, hey, 300 bucks isn't bad. All you got to do is ask a question. All right, yeah. So, definitely we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep you updated on that. If you're a Band of Wolves listener, please let us know if you, you know any Band of Wolves. Us immediately. Yes. We will, we will try to reach out on our own. And then also, who was I going to say? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I tweeted out that we have some news, some podcast news. Oh yeah, that that that. Yeah. Um, that'll that'll be coming to fruition in the near future. Um, so stay tuned on that. Pretty exciting stuff. And uh, like like always, man, go Blurs game day today. <laughs> All right, yeah, this is what I was gonna say. If you're riding on the train to the game, I want I want the train commute social media pictures or whatever all right let us know let us know we love the l all right yeah it's game day man let's go kevin crutwig gonna be in the stands this morning uh, at this game oh wow all right so that will no pressure increased performance for sure i'll let the guys know all right well go blurs yes go blurs thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.